Welcome to the Insecurity Project Podcast. Most people think the best you can do with insecurity is mask it, manage it, or medicate. I'm convinced this is a problem that can be solved for good, and that's what this show is all about. Join me for weekly 10-minute Tuesday episodes, live coaching demonstrations, and world-class interviews on the subject of overcoming insecurity. Now on to today's show. Hey friends, it's 10-minute Tuesday time again. Look, somebody's got to go first. I wrote a post for the socials yesterday promoting the new Leverage book, talking about the fact that when it comes to relationships, uh, I mean, it's rare to be on the same page about anything at any one time anyway, as you aware are aware of, I'm sure. But when it comes to change, it's even more rare to be on the same page about that. In my experience, it's never been the case that I've seen two people ready for the change conversation at the same time. I, I never coach couples together at the same time because of that fact. Um, it's one person who drives change. It's one person who goes, do you know what? Uh, i got to do something. And and that can be for a bunch of reasons. I think pain tolerances are different. Fear levels are different. You know, both people are obviously in pain, but one person may be more prepared to cope with that pain than the other. One person might be more scared to face, lean into that pain than the other. Uh, one person might feel more stuck than the other. Uh, one person might doubt their ability to fix it more than the other. There's a bunch of reasons, but at some stage, if things are going to get fixed, someone has to go first. And so uh, the leverage book that, that I've released is a book for those people. And there's a few things I'd like to say to you if you're a go-first kind of person, because I'm a go-first kind of person. That's that's kind of why I've written this book, because I understand those people. They are, they are my people. But go-first people aren't better than go-second people. That's a really important distinction. So before you start thinking, yes, oh, now I'm one of the good guys, I'm excellent because I go first and I'm prepared to go first and I have the courage to go first, yeah, you have to be applauded for that. Congratulations. But the world needs pioneers and the world needs settlers. And and if everyone was trying to go first, uh, there'd be an awful lot of congestion. So it's your gift. But 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 it's no more special than your partner's gift or your friend's gift or your workmate's gift or whoever it is that is is going second. Um, you're just being true to who you are, and it would be unkind. It would be a betrayal for you not to go first. By the way, so before you think you're doing anything particularly awesome, just know that the costs for you betraying the fact that you are more likely to be the one that's going to go first, you'll suffer greatly for doing that. So. Um, your hands, your hands are tied. Of course, you're going to go first. You, you've always been the, the kind of go first person, so uh, that's really important. Just to settle down about it, and then then get about the business of doing your work. Get about the business of going first. So this is a book uh, for for go first kind of people, and it is all about equipping you with the framework for then then what to do. Because um, as a go first kind of person, I've made a lot of mess in my life going first. Um, all good intention, right? I'm going to just have a conversation. I'm going to lean into the pain. I'm going to address something. I'm going to escalate a situation. I'm going to have a difficult conversation. I'm going to uh, create conflict. And and all the good intentions in the world don't don't you know don't guarantee that the outcome is going to be good. So knowing what it feels like to have had a bunch of messy conversations and messy conflict 
uh, with people I care about and it hasn't gone well. This has been my own process of how do I do this better? How do I lean into going first in a way that is likely to achieve a beautiful outcome for the sake of love? Because that's what you're trying to achieve. You're not trying to ruin the world. You're trying to improve it. And so uh, this framework is is all about that. Um, so when, when you do lean into the, your tendency to go first and you are prepared in a moment of courage and clarity to go, yep, all right, uh, let, let's go, then these five, the five aspects of leverage, uh, what, you, what will happen next? So first of all, you know, before you get to the, the point of addressing the dysfunction in your partner or, or in your relationship or what's, what's going to demand change about, uh, you know, you're ultimately trying to clean the space between you and those you love. Somehow the space has become polluted. It started out really clean. That's how every relationship works. Two people fall in love, two people meet, two people become friends, two people start working together. Ah, great, the space is clean, lovely, everything's great. But then something happens and you annoy, offend, upset, ostracize, disappoint, let down. You do something to your the other person and now the space is polluted. And if you don't work to clean that space, it naturally gets more polluted rather than naturally cleans itself. So you, the aim is to clean the space between you and those you love, but the first space you've got to clean is between you and yourself, and that's the security step, and that's the whole you know, insecurity project piece because insecurity is a betrayal of self. It is you formed deep opinions about who you are and who you aren't, what you do deserve, what you don't deserve, what's wrong with you, what inadequacies are lurking beneath the surface, and in that way you betrayed your own essence because – not that you formed those opinions in the first place, but the fact you haven't gone back and reviewed them and addressed them and removed them. You know, I love I love watching SAS. I, I think it probably is the greatest show in the history of TV. Oh, it is actually. Yeah, I think I think it is the greatest show. Um, if you're not on SAS, the SAS bandwagon, not sure what you're doing with your life. But anyway, the point I'm making is. Yeah, invariably they get a chance to have one-on-one conversations with these celebrities and heroes and wannabes and every time there's narratives from their childhood that are ruining their adult life, every single time. Uh, and that's a betrayal. Not that there were narratives but that, that, but that they're midlife and they still haven't found a way of going back and cleaning that up being kind to go rescue that wounded child and to sort it out it's like, yeah, I, I always fear that I'm not good enough and there's something wrong with me and I need to prove myself. Like, yeah, great. I understand that's how you felt, but why do you still feel like that? That's a solvable problem. And that problem is not only costing you, it's costing everybody. It's costing, it's weakening your edge. It's preventing you from fully showing up to everything and it's messy and maddening. So sort that out, please. And especially if you're a go-first kind of person and you have the courage to lean into your relationship dysfunction, the very first relationship dysfunction you've got to fix is the relationship between you and yourself. And that is actually where you will discover all the nuance required to know how to have the touch and feel an appropriateness when you deal with those you love. That's what you'll find first. Second thing you'll find is the clarity piece. So, um, And surprisingly, like sure, it's clarity about what you want and clarity about what's important to you and clarity about what you want changed. But the first bit of clarity you're going to need to discover is the clarity around how you already created this mess. What is your part in the state of play? How did you 
how are you already where you've chosen to be? And you might say, well, it's really not working for me and I hate where I am. But that can't be possible. We only do what works. So on, lem- so on some level, it has been working for you and you are already exactly where you have chosen to be. It's not random. It's not weird. It's not a coincidence. You didn't just wake up here one day with no involvement. You are here as a consequence of all your choices, the things you have done, the things you haven't done, the things you've lent into, the things you've avoided, the, you know, you, all your behavior is an attempt to meet your need and protect your fears. So until you are clear about how you've contributed to the mess, you might be clear about how your partner or your friend or your boss or your workmates contributing to the mess, but that's not going to be useful just yet until you are clear about your part. Uh, once you're clear about your part, sure, then get clear about their part, great, but it starts with you. Um, and this adds to the integrity piece, which is stage number three, because if you if you show up and you haven't done this work on your own relationship with yourself and you start demanding change, the moment there's pushback, you'll, you'll immediately feel guilty. You'll think, hang on a minute, um, like they do make a good point. Who am I to be demanding change? Maybe this is inappropriate. Maybe you're not trying – you're not supposed to try to change the one you love. Maybe this is as good as it gets. Maybe I will just back down. You're susceptible to gaslighting. Um, you're susceptible to questioning your own sense of what's up and down, right and wrong. And then it gets worse because then you lean, you've already lent halfway in and now you've got to back all the way out. And you only get a couple of chances of doing that at best before then you just have conversations you can't have ever again. So integrity is kind of the culmination of the security and clarity piece and it's essential because pushback's coming and you got to know that you're leaning into this this pain in your relationship for all the right reasons this is the best of you speaking to best to the best of them for the best reason so you'll not be bullied off the turf you you won't be you won't accept labels of being selfish or greedy or arrogant about this this is a real act of kindness and courage and you've gone first not only first in addressing relationship relationship dysfunction in your relationship with the other person but with yourself Um, maturity then is having done all that then you get to bring some adult skills, some rational thinking, some uh, some objectivity, some negotiation, some creativity to the conversation and discover a third way that probably has never even existed before. Without the maturity, you'll just think you get, there's a right and wrong, good and bad, in and out. It's all very clear and simple and you'll be a bull at a gate and you'll make more mess. You're hurt and offended. So, so is the other person, I promise you. You're feeling misunderstood? Yes, so are they. Great. So you're going to have to come together and thrash this one out and there'll be a lot of give and take, I promise you. Um, and then, just so we've got security, clarity, integrity, maturity, and then authority. So that's the final stage and it just means, all right, this only, this only really gets solved if you have the ability to go all in. And I mean all in. It's like, well, the only way out is through and... Uh, I'm not asking for change or suggesting change. I am demanding change, and and I know I've already demanded change of myself, and so I'm not going to be bullied off the turf. So we're coming out the other side, or we'll die. They're the only two options. So, look, I I love the the quote from Bill, not Bill Gates. Sorry about Bill Gates. I'm not too sure about him at the moment. I, he was a I was a fan of his, but I'm I'm not sure. That's an aside. Don't worry about Bill. Leave, leave Bill out of this. Steve Jobs. Uh, the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. You are you are crazy to want to go first. You are crazy to think you can improve your marriage, your friendship, your workspace, 
you're very crazy to think that, but good for you. And it does take crazy people to bring change. So embrace your crazy, lean into it, double down on it. And the world will thank you. Your partner will thank you. Your friends will thank you. Your workmates will thank you. And uh, and the world will be a better place as a result of that. Uh, so, look, I know that this is a hard book to buy. You come home with this book under your arm. What you got there, Dale? Oh, boy, just a book about how I'm going to change you. You know, you can't really buy this book off me and then post a photo of yourself with it on social media. Look at the book I just got. Because everyone in your world's going, oh, bloody hell, here we go. Here's a crazy one who's going to try and change us. So now you're dangerous and they're wary of you. So I get this. This is a covert operation. <laughs> so look, the audiobook and the ebook will be useful for that because you could do that in secret. Uh, it's a bit hard to hide a paperback unless you're reading it on the covers so the ebook is available on my website along with a paperback the audiobook is being edited at the moment I have my editor in the Ukraine um, which I didn't realise I've been using I used this guy a freelancer to do my last audiobook and he did a great job and then I reached out to him again and, and I knew he was in Europe but I didn't think where in Europe until I looked closely and in fact he was in Ukraine and I, and I checked what was happening in his world and he had to flee with his family to Slovakia. His only earthly possession he got out with was his laptop and I thought the last thing he'd want to do would be to work on my audiobook but in fact he was he was desperate to do it. He's like that's my only certainty at the moment is my work. It's my only way of providing for my family so please let me do this job for you. So he's in the process of editing that audio. I, I recorded it all last week. Two of the hardest days work of my life. Brutal. Uh, but look, people love audio books and because this is a covert operation, uh, it needs to be in that format to resource you if you are a go-first kind of person. So look, it won't be too far away. You'll be able to get it off my website before you'll be able to get it off Audible, but that's all happening. So look, hope that's useful. Cheering you on. Uh talk to you again next week you've been listening to the insecurity project podcast all you need to solve any problem is the proven framework and someone skillful enough to hold you in the space until it works if this is your year to be insecurity free jump on the insecurityproject.com and begin your journey to become unhindered by getting a free copy of the seven essential practices for overcoming insecurity